You know, everyone wants to write in, you know, read in everything to this. The best way I can put it is that, you know, you come to a point where was our relationship great the last six months? No. Was there um, a possibility we could work together again? I think we always could work together again. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, um, I think Dog just decided that, you know, he, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I've been totally honest the whole time to you. We both had opportunities. We both were reaching the end of our contracts. I had made it clear to everyone here in Dog many, many months ago that I was going to stay. Um, Dog knew that. And Dog decided that he wanted to go in a different direction. I mean, I was never confronted with the idea of whether we were going to go forward together because I kind of felt the you know last couple of months, even before he probably even made the final decision, just from what I had heard from Dog was that we, he was going to leave. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, listen, we did 19 great years together. These opportunities don't come along every day to do, you know, things. You know, you don't stay on top forever. You don't get opportunities forever. I'm 54, he's 48, he'll be 49 in October. He's going to be 49 years old. And he wanted to do something else. Nothing wrong with that. You can see there's no animosity. Did the fact that he get tired of me? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure he maybe did. I don't know, you'd have to ask him. Did he have, does he want to do something else? Yes, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when you were a team for 19 years, you don't get to make every decision here. You know, there's days you feel like making every decision. But, you know, one guy wants to do a remote, the other guy doesn't want to do a remote. One guy wants to lead with this, the other guy wants to lead with this. You know, one guy wants to do this, the other guy wants to do this. I mean, you have to make some concessions during, you know, a relationship that you have for 19 years. And most of the time it was very easy. But, you know, new challenges, that'll be fun. But there'll be plenty of days where I know we will miss not being in a room doing a show together again because we knew how to do a show together. And I know people will say they'll never be as good apart as they were together. You know what? You might be right. We'll find out. That's what life's about. You find out. I know, folks, if we had listened to that, I was here. 20 years ago, everyone wrote that the show could never succeed. Never. So now as it breaks up, people will write that we'll never be successful on our own. Well, we've both already been successful on our own. We've already proved that. So are we going to have as much success? I don't know. That would be hard. I mean, we had a tremendous amount of success as Mike and the Mad Dog. I don't know if you get two of those in a lifetime. That's like winning five championships. That's like asking Joe Torre to go to the Yankees, then go win, you know, five five championships with the Dodgers. It's probably not going to happen. Joe's greatest successes were going to be with the Yankees. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean he's not going to have fun with the Dodgers. And everyone wants to paint that dog and I have to hate each other for this to happen. That is so far from the truth. It's not, it doesn't have to be that way.
as Dog said, you know, if he didn't if he didn't grab this opportunity, maybe another one wasn't coming down the line. And you can't take for granted opportunity in this business. You don't know if it's ever when you get a big opportunity in this business, you don't know that there's ever another one coming. You can think there's another one coming. But you can't guarantee there's another one coming. I always think of Dan Marino when he went to the Super Bowl in his second year. He sat in that room that day, and I'm guarantee you someone sat with Dan and said, Dan, you know what? You'll be in this game eight times. Well, you know what? Dan was never in that game again. So it's easy to sit out there and not know what's going on and say, oh, they hate each other or this or that. We don't hate each other. The opposite's way more the truth. I will miss him. John in Atlanta, you're on the fan. Hey, how's it going, Mike? What's up, John? Uh, you know, I just wanted to call in. I'm not typically a big guy in calling in. I always listen, uh, even when I moved here to Atlanta a few years ago. And uh, I just want to let you know, you know, I'm 24 years old, not a time in my life that uh, I can remember there not being a Mike and the Mad Dog show. And I'm uh, down here in Atlanta now trying to break into the business, and, and a lot of it has to do with you guys, you know, your influence and uh you know, just listening to you guys growing up, and it all kind of rubbed off on me a little bit. Well, good luck to you, John. I hope you do well. Well, thank you. Yeah, and just one of the, like I said, you know, you can always listen to you guys, and especially in an age where uh, sports talk radio sometimes takes the lowbrow route. Uh, I always thought you guys had a very uh, intelligent perspective on things, and you can always listen and learn something. So uh, thank you guys for that. Listen, we did some goofy stuff sometimes, but what I always liked about Mike and the Mad Dog, and what I always told people was, I always heard that, you couldn't do sports talk and be successful. You had to do guy talk. Well, Mike and the Mad Dog never did guy talk, ever. Now, we'd kid around, but we didn't do scatological humor, and we didn't do sexual humor, and we didn't do dirty stuff and, you know, stuff like that or, or really risque stuff or anything. That's not what we did. We did sports. We do some politics and we do some cultural stuff and some movies and stuff like that, but we don't do guy talk. We do sports. And it works. If you do it right, it works. Ralph in Belleville, you're on the fan, Ralph. Hey, Mike. Uh, Mike, I'm real surprised how emotional I've been about this. And, uh, you know, I'm one of the small percentage of people that actually do call the show. And uh, when when Chris uh, got emotional... I'm uh, I'm not ashamed to say I lost it, Mike. And uh, you know the show meant a lot to me. And um, you know I'm gonna miss it, Mike. Well, I appreciate it, Ralph. Is Tony with us? Yeah, put Tony up. Yeah, sure. Tony, welcome. Hello, Mike. Welcome, Tony. How are you? I'm fine. Yourself? First, I want to say to you and Chris together, the best of luck to both of you. Uh, I thought what you said on the on the TV was absolutely fantastic. And I feel very bad about it too. Uh, this will be on. This show will be thought of for the rest of my life. And uh, I want to wish you the best of luck to your family and to your to, to your friends. Uh, one thing I want to ask you: Will I? Can I call you at any time? <laughs> oh, you're killing me, Tony. Yes, yes, any time, Tony. Any time when the Yankees move back <laughs> into first place. <laughs> 
It'll kill you. It'll kill your son. You're welcome. You can come breaking, in. Break, you can come in and host the show with me. Okay. Breaking this partnership <laughs> killed me almost as much as the Yankees are killing me. There's nothing. What's happening, Mike? What's happening? What's happening to the Yankees? Hey, we got 42 games. Keep the faith, okay? Uh, I, th- I think you're whistling in the dark. I hope so. I listen, listen. I we, you know, like I said, 42 and a lot of magic left, Tony. <laughs> okay, well. And listen, you're always welcome on the show. Thanks very much, Mike. I I didn't know how you felt, oh. but when I heard you talk, it was it was a wonderful. Salutation. It was really hey, fantastic. You're welcome anytime. Anytime you want, just call up. The Santa Fe line's always open, and give my best to Molly. Oh, I sure will. And Godspeed, and much, much good luck to you. Thank you, Tony. Bye-bye. Bye. Jeez. I need it like I need a hole in my head. Jeez. going to have me crying here. I already am. I mean, Vinny in West Babylon. Vinny, what's up? Mike, um, yes. I- I'm calling for... All the Verizon workers that in our cubicles at about 1.05 in the afternoon, all the radios at different times would be turned on, and you would hear Mad Dog with his opening, ah, just happen from cubicle to cubicle to cubicle to cubicle. I've worked for Verizon, well, for whatever corporation it was, but Verizon for 30-some-odd for years, and for 19 of those years, you made our afternoons go by, so beautifully, and I just want to say one thing. I, I love both you, and I love both Mad Dog, Mad Dog with mispronouncing words, and you eloquently, possibly sometimes being one way or the other, but you, you had a combination that just made our days go by. All the different guys, everybody talking, and the women in the office saying, why don't you guys get a life? Well, you know what? You guys were an extension of our lives, and you just brought our afternoons from 1 to, to well, we left at 5, but we turn these on at 5 o'clock as soon as we get in our cars till 6.30. Uh, we just want to thank you both very, very much. Thank you, Vinny. <sighs> Brian and East Islip, you're on the fan. Hi, Mike. How are you doing today? Good, Brian. Um, I'm calling to say thank you. I've been listening to you for 19 years. Um, I have never called. Uh, you and Chris have saved my life in terms of being stuck in traffic, being uh, heading on the uh, Southern State Parkway in snow for three hours. Um, it, you, trans, you, you, you guys always say about transcending sports. You guys transcended sports in this town, and I don't think you realize it, um, you know, between just – you know your opinions on everything from politics to sports. Uh, it 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 made you made you crazy. It made you scream yes. And I wanted to call and say thank you because I'm actually emotional about this and it's crazy. And I can't, my my coworkers are laughing at me that I'm actually uh, emotional about this. But I just wanted to call and say thank you. You two guys are the best, and I wish you the best. And I will be listening and to you now until uh, for the next five years. So thank you very much. Thank you, Brian, very much. I appreciate it. We're back after this. 